0: And inspired podcast
1: a simple warning we may
2: drop an f-bomb or other descriptive words just in case you have small children with you or are at work we know many of you are planning right now from your cubicle you've been warned
3: be engaged and inspired podcast
2: let's be honest planning a wedding is tricky and at be engaged and inspired we'll share our knowledge to help you navigate these tricky waters and leaving you feeling inspired
0: be Engaged and Inspired podcast is sponsored by EasyEventPlanning.com, who make planning any event fast and easy. EasyEventPlanning.com. And now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. And welcome to Be Engaged
4: and Inspired podcast. And you are... <laughs> Oh, I forgot. Uh, I, I've been I've been nipping at the uh, alcohol this Christmas season. Something. This is DJ Sam from Atmosphere Productions, and this is Kia from Engaged Connecticut. And I knew that your coffee smelled weird. Mmm, it has something extra in it, doesn't <laughs> it? <laughs> well, we are doing the best of shows. This episode is all about best of what we did this past year.
2: Hard to believe that this is our second time doing it. <sighs>
4: Can you believe we're at episode, what is this, 97 mm-hmm. already? 98? Getting closer. Oh, it is. The anniversary show's coming up, and next week is New Year's? Yep. Huh, well. 2020
2: so, is almost over.
4: Thank goodness. <laughs> but you know what? We said that last year, that... We knew that 2020 was going to be a great year.
2: Well, yeah, and clearly we were wrong. (laughs) We're not wrong about most things, but some things we are. So who is our first clip?
4: All right, well, we're going to go back to episode 57, Karen Thomas. You remember Karen? I
2: do. She knows everything about etiquette.
4: She is a wonderful person that that deals in etiquette where your knives and forks are supposed to go and
2: but also how you greet people and when do you gift people and who what do you take care of and how to tip and everything
4: absolutely fantastic let's hear what she had to say
1: I mean, there's not a, an absolute solid list that says, oh, by the way, this is absolute, you can't do this. Yes. All right. So let's talk about um, the actual um, who pays for okay. what situation, because I think this is something that people don't know. And this can vary. So, you know, it, again, it goes. So traditionally, and that's what I preface this with, traditionally. Good point. Good point. Exactly. Because, you know, there's couples out there that are paying for everything, mm-hmm. which is fabulous. God bless you. If you could do it, go. Go. You know what I mean? If you have that, but there's some that can't. So they're trying to figure out who can do this, that, or what have you. So, all right. Traditionally, the bride's family will, okay. And I list, uh, they will pay for the engagement party maybe there's not an engagement party mm-hmm. it's okay you don't that, have to have exactly it's not like you have to have it okay so that's why i want people to know that this is not you know um the wedding ceremony so that includes the venue the decor and the music now this is traditionally again so nobody's calling into your podcast with <laughs> angry fists in the air um again the bride's family the food the bride's attire wedding planner Woo-hoo. if that's exactly <laughs> right um flowers stationery, such as thank you notes and print invitations and things favors photography videography transportation cake and day after brunch now
4: so it is a fallacy then when you hear people say that the bride's family pays for the wedding
1: right because mm-hmm. it's not everything, everything because then the groom's family comes in with some things too mm-hmm. now again uh will I'll just keep putting out there traditionally yes. you can mix it up all you want let's say the family comes to you the groom's family and says you know what? I want to pay for the flowers or yeah. you know whatever absolutely and i have
2: that sometimes where i'll have a couple who will say like we're paying for everything but mom promised to pick up flowers because it's really important to her her. and my grandmother promised to do the dress because for her that was the you know
1: exactly so again traditionally for those who don't have a clue and think oh my goodness what do i do so now let's go on to the groom's family okay the groom's family usually does the rehearsal dinner and this last one is going to blow your mind the honeymoon no now, kidding. she's looking at me with this look of like, really? Now, again, we're going back to traditions mm-hmm. from years and years and years ago. Again, traditionally, doesn't have to be. Um, I was fortunate enough that my father paid for the honeymoon nice. and, you know, the rehearsal dinner. I mean, we kind of did it. But again, when I got married, it was 19. Um, and Thank uh, <laughs> you for that have... edit, Sam.
4: <laughs> <laughs> she's from my era. <laughs> I
1: am old. Oh, I am
2: sure that she would have some etiquette rules to tell oh. you. About oh, all yes. sorts of things about Sam. But Isn't that okay. I know? See, I'm with, I'm with
1: you, young people. So I'm the I'm the <laughs> grandma here. So um, my walker's over in the corner. Don't trip on it. Um, okay. So now we'll let's get into the groom. What should the groom be doing traditionally? The marriage license, the officiant, the bride's ring. So her well, obviously the engagement ring if he bought it or she bought it for the other person, whatever. Um, but the rings, um, the groomsman's gifts. Mm-hmm. But see, now I did that when I got married because. Yep.
4: You wanted it to match
1: something? Uh, well, I wanted it to be right. Yeah, that, <laughs> so it was, uh, My wife
4: did the same thing. She didn't sorry. trust me with that.
1: Exactly. Yeah. But again, traditionally, the groom's attire, the wedding day gift for the bride. So the groom kind of gets off pretty easy. I but agree. again, you know. But he's
2: got a lifetime of exactly, being married. So. Exactly. Paying for the rest. <laughs> Sam is about to lose oh, it. I love that.
1: <laughs> so the bride traditionally pays for the groom's ring, um, the bridesmaid's gifts, the hair and makeup for self. And bridesmaids now with the caveat that if there's a specific hair style that you want, so let's say you are the bride okay, and you are saying that I want everybody's hair in an updo with an updo with a bun and and, and baby's breath and yada, yada, yada. Then if you are making specific demands Uh, and requests, you should pick up that tab. That makes sense. sense. Okay, it, it makes sense, it but does. a lot of people are like, "No, that like you agreed to be a bridesmaid. Now you know, go out and buy, do and this and that, and I want everything." Again, that's not it. So that's a key that they should take away. Now,
4: let me ask you: Is it normal that most I, I see lots of
1: brides sometimes.
2: Instead of giving a gift, like a big gift or anything, they'll say, "Look, I'm going to cover that cost for you as a gift to you because I want all of you to feel comfortable. I want you to be pampered with me on that day, and this is my gift to you." Gotcha. Now. And I've also had people who say, okay, but I want to have like lash extensions, which tend to cost more. So I'll see bridesmaids go like, oh, I'm just going to pay that extra out of my own pocket because I'm asking for something that isn't part of that standard Right, so package, it's, package. it's
4: an yes. understanding yes. then.
2: Yes, they are your friends, so in theory you should be able to have a communication with them and say, like, right. this is what I can afford. This is not what I can afford. Exactly, you know.
1: exactly. And I think it's again, it's a nicety. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But to go back and be a bridesmaid and say, well, I want, like you said, the eyelash extensions, <laughs> and I want all <laughs> um, my nails done, and this and that. But again, so that's that's one that we could go over again and again and again, and it'll change sixteen different times. Um, and then of course the bride, um, the wedding day gift for the groom, if they do. Now, again, this is not a list of things for your listeners to be like, oh, I didn't think of that or I didn't do that or not these are things what you want what you want for your wedding everyone's wedding is different so then we'll talk about the wedding party because this is where it gets a little um crazy sometimes they don't know people uh, email me all the time or call well do I buy what do I get and how do we and do we and should I and what do I so again exactly so the wedding party should pay for their attire so of the bridesmaids um dresses their travel and accommodations if there's such you know if they have to travel or if they want to stay overnight at the venue you know let's say that's uh, at a hotel, hotel. or something yep. Yep. they should expect to pick that up wedding gifts for the couple um parties like the shower bachelor party yeah um those things they're going to collectively put together you know and, then, and come yep. up and then the hair and makeup for self if not offered correct you know what i mean so again these are things that are on the
2: list this is like i know a lot of times groomsmen if they're doing like a specific type bow tie or something like yes. that once again that falls on the groom or the the bride to be whoever it's going to be providing that because that's a very specific request yes. but you know right. bridesmaids are buying their own dresses yes groomsmen should be renting their own tux yes. exactly unless you come to an agreement once again and you say right. look this is what i'm doing right. and if you are agreeing to be a bridesmaids or a groomsman or whatever this is stuff that you need to know beforehand because you're saying yes and you have to do these things which means you have to go to these appointments for fittings or where there's a dress trial you have to get their dress ordered at the right time you're responsible for alterations to your dress it is a lot of money yes but you know at the same time it, you're you could very easily when they come to you have a very heart to heart and say i want to be there for you i support you i love you i'll be there that morning to get ready with you but i just cannot give this type of commitment Exactly. And if you say that in the beginning, the odds are that you will not end up on wedding day with two people hating each other because they're not
1: (laughs) understanding each other.
4: And you might also be taken out of the wedding party Mm -hmm. as well because the bride and groom may be expecting you to do all these things and you're saying, no, you can't.
1: Right. And being upfront and honest is the best policy, like you said, but at the most earliest time. Correct. Don't say yes. And again, I hate to go there, but money is the key to Mm -hmm. being this because money and time you know yes you're expected to do these things so knowing that you know everybody's like oh you know i was asked to be a bridesmaid this and that and then they realize oh my goodness she picked out this 400 hundred dollar dress da, da, mm-hmm. you right. know and that's now we're her having feelings. a shower it's, and i have to
2: contribute to the shower yes, and, and the then gift I'm and day. the
1: food exactly. and why is she not and i didn't and,
2: and then there's it's, you know this saturday and then you're getting together the saturday before <laughs> to do something yes. and then you're getting together the saturday before yeah. that's where i'm people, busy
4: i'm busy i got I,
1: stuff i gotta do exactly but no <laughs> Yes.
2: <laughs> that's that's the thing that people really forget about.
1: And that's the thing. You know, it's an honor. And they, and this too, remember, it's an honor to be asked. Mm-hmm. So if I ask you to be in my wedding and I ask you and my, you know, future husband asks you to be in it, again, think about these things. And then in your mind, you need to remember, it is an honor. I was asked to be, whether the answer is yes or no or whatever. But again, it's an honor. It shouldn't be a burden.
2: Who's responsible for all of the stuff that the kids have to
1: have? Yes. Now with that parents of the flower girl ring bear the children's attire that's all on you as the parent parent. i do remember that so you know their little dress their flower basket or you know the the pillow or anything now most of the time the bride and groom will purchase these things and have them for your child if they're in but don't be surprised if they don't
2: also children grow and sometimes if you don't have children you don't you hold up a tux and you're like yeah this will fit exactly <laughs> yep and it does. looks good exactly <laughs> yeah and
1: it's 3 inches too high my sister's son has a tuxedo he's 3 and oh, no. he is the... Oh, my goodness. You gotta I go look a cute. Butt, little face. But at any rate, he would not put on the shoes. You know, the shiny little Those shoes? Those shoes are not comfortable. No. So he wore his flip-flops. Oh, my... Go- you had to see this child stand there. It awesome. was all business from head down to the ankles. And then there were the flip-flops. And let me tell you, oh, it was... The, but it was the sweet... He could but get it, away with it, that.
2: If you can get away with that till I would say maybe till you're like five. Yes. And that's like an etiquette thing. Children have different rules.
1: Exactly. Yes. Yes. So. Okay.
2: So then that's sort of the cost in a traditional way broken down yes absolutely what are some things that people should never do because <laughs> ah, i love this part i love oh i
1: do too that's why we get along so well okay never and these are suggestions but again uh, as far as etiquette goes and you strong can strong suggestions all up, very strong suggestions it, very very no cash bar I agree. Thank you. I love it. And again, and (laughs) passed. It's unanimous. But again, never a cash bar. and, And I like to explain because here's the thing here is the premise behind it. If you cannot afford to, okay, put on the party, the proper way then do one of two things a cut down the number of attendees because that'll save you money exactly (laughs) or or then trim the party to something that's that's more conducive to you so let's say and again i'm not promoting drinking but let's say you want to do a cash bar you're like you know what my guests can pay for it. instead of doing that have maybe one signature cocktail that's free like maybe you've come up with Mm -hmm. you know and offer beer and wine as part of what you're offering and then if anything Else, the hard liquor or you know, other drinks, they could pay for the cash bar. And I had somebody say to me, Well, I think that's ridiculous, it's a personal preference. Yes, the exception there's always exceptions to the rule, which would be religious, um, you know, uh, restrictions and things Mm -hmm. like that. But again, if you're going to have the party, you should have make sure that you have enough things and proper stuff, like don't ask people to bring food or this and that, don't bring your own cup. Yes. You yeah. know? Exactly. <laughs> well, like
2: one of the things that people always seem to think about is like, oh, you know, I, I don't want to pay, you know, thirty, forty dollars a head for food or more, and then pay another thirty, forty dollars a head for for the bar. Except that, you know, you would not go to a restaurant and order food and then say, like, I can't have water, I can't have any like it's it's just an obscene way to sort of think about it. And you really can just have Wine and beer. Exactly. You can even just have wine. I've been at a wedding where they did that because they were paired with all of the things. And honestly, anybody who does drink, they'll drink what's available
1: exactly and if
2: you do arrive at a bar and there's not something that you would originally like to drink just you know be cool with it and just appreciate the fact that it's there
1: exactly there's other options so Mm -hmm. again it's soda you know water whatever i mean there's always something else and again it doesn't have to be but again do not go and say well you know what because that really quite frankly is just a bit tacky i agree
4: and the cash bar is not actually free
1: Well, no. From from
4: the guest perspectives, they think, "Oh, it it it, uh, not a cash bar. I mean, an open bar. They think it's free. We're going to go there and we're going to drink and get sloshed." But you're actually paying. The bride and groom of the couple are actually paying for that per person, and most guests don't. I don't think realize the average
5: that.
2: cocktail that a guest drinks three drinks in that first hour. Mm-hmm. And that covers even the people who don't drink a lot. Cause there'll be people who drink the, more. Right. So exactly. it's always about three drinks per, yes. per person. And then that does seem to go you know down. Hopefully as the night goes on. I've also had people who do a consumption bar they set aside a certain amount of money mm-hmm. and they know that this is what it's going to do. And the bartenders are paying attention. And then maybe in that last hour, it does ah. change to a cash bar, but that's, that's a little bit more, in my opinion, a little bit more acceptable. Yes. Just because you, have you, you've had all this stuff the party's almost over right you're headed to the next thing if you're going to an after party where once again as the guest you should be paying for your own drinks if you do end up at a bar yes not the bride and groom because right. they just paid for everything That's exactly. right. the last
1: five and a half hours recovered <laughs> you do it's not on you now get yes. your wallet exactly and but i like that because again too that also goes oh this to a safety issue mm-hmm. so the last hour is you know cash bar so mm-hmm. if you have to have that last you know scotch you know what i mean you're paying for it but then it gives them a chance to and again not sober up but just kind of you know have can some water down. and and slow it down Before so I love that and
2: I never even heard of that so that's yep. fabulous and one of the things is though if you are planning on doing it it's probably a good idea to put that up onto your website that yes. says aware. hey that we're going to be having you know an open bar for the majority of the event but yes you can even say that due to the venues rules due to insurance due to whatever it's going to have to switch over in our last
4: hour.
1: Exactly. And I like that. So and, that's a new and one. And please
4: do not ask the DJ to make that last call because we hate it. Because <laughs> when we make that last call and it's an hour before the end of the party, guess where everybody goes.
1: Everyone's running from the dance floor to get to six drinks bar. in their hand. Yes. Also, don't get back on the dance floor with those six drinks. Oh, that's yes. an etiquette. No, no. And the amount of people who sit
2: there and drink with a glass on a dance floor and then it breaks. And then we have to spread everybody out.
1: No. Exactly. And you know what, ladies, and I know this one's going to come across as pretentious, but I'm just going to say, it. ladies, don't. if you have beer, because I drink beer, okay? put it in a glass. <laughs> Don't be marching around with that big old, you know, beer bottle in your hand and posing for the pictures and everything. With it ruins the, and so I've <laughs> seen that too. It ruins the entire aesthetic. So let's Especially
2: be, if you're in a very fancy like hotel ballroom. Exactly. Maybe if got, you're on a farm, you can get away with it.
1: Yes. But if you're in, you know, a little more a, fancier venue. Yes. Okay. If there's a
2: chandelier yeah
4: Uh, put
1: the beer bottle down or at
2: mount pleasant has chandeliers too that doesn't work okay Okay. sorry but
1: you know what i'm saying and again just think about it i mean do you really want you know there's the picture you're all on the dance floor and there's everybody with you know the guys okay but i mean the the lady you're in this beautiful dress and then you're there with a bud light in your yes (laughs) so
4: nothing says lady like Like a woman with a budweiser (laughs) bottle.
1: Budweiser going to be our sponsor or maybe not. Exactly. We're calling them next.
4: (laughs) What is your social media? you have Facebook, uh, website, etc.? I
1: do. I do. Um, My website is www.ctetiquette.com. That's www.ctetiquette.com.
4: Say it one more time yeah repetition repetition
1: www.ctetiquette.com oh but what my, mostly where um, I do a lot of I do have a Facebook and all that just Karen Thomas but Instagram's my big thing so it's Instagram is Etiquette, and okay. uh, there you'll find all kinds of crazy things on there all about etiquette and a couple pictures of my dogs
2: oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's <so> like <laughs> I think an Instagram like must
4: that was uh, episode 57 so you can go back and listen to the entire thing yeah if you'd like to and wonderful. there's
2: lots of wonderful additional tips if you go back to listen yes
4: yes yes that's what our show is all about something Informa- <laughs> information information then so karen was was released before covid started yes okay so then a couple of weeks after <laughs> things went to shit
2: <laughs> in the
6: world
4: <laughs> everything was turned upside down and uh, we were and off we were in <laughs> lockdown and we thought it would be a good thing to get advice from an insurance Mm -hmm. person somebody who could tell us
2: and not everybody always wants to discuss insurance because it's not the fun part of wedding planning but our guest
4: william martinelli good friend of mine expert in the industry came on and he gave us some fantastic tips so go back to episode 62 and uh, will martinelli is discussing wedding insurance gotta have it Obviously, I think for people who had
2: wedding insurance in place before this um, pandemic started have probably actually gone back and read their fine print. So what can you sort of tell us about wedding insurance, why you should have it, and why things like this pandemic is not covered?
3: If someone went for wedding insurance, you have to remember that they're, you're protecting your asset and your investment, which can be quite sizable as you're ramping up to that event. So once you can accept the concept of the premise that it's really just an asset or an, an investment you're protecting and be that kind of pragmatic, you can start to look at what are the type of things that you could be, uh, you could lose out on. So that you could, you, you want to look into a cancellation insurance. What if a member of the wedding party becomes ill and it's an important part of the wedding party you need to, re, you need to cancel and start over again. Um, what if somebody in the wedding party becomes legally liable for an injury during an event during the wedding that would be li- wedding liability insurance
4: whoa, whoa, whoa. What's so, so um, the, well well go, go back a second so what you're saying is somebody in the wedding party does something you could have insurance cover that that's a liability that can be covered
3: there is wedding liability
4: insurance I mean, everybody has that one friend that you sort of cringe when
2: they show up. You love them, but they are the one who is either accident-prone or the one who's going to cause an accident. And in this case, if an accident got caused, that means that the couple could be liable for whatever that damage is unless they had wedding insurance.
3: Does that make? Is that correct? That is correct. Well, you have the... Well- you know, groom has just that one friend from his fraternity and wants to do a drink, that wants to do a, you know, a drinking event or a contest or something like that. And somebody gets hurt doing that or some strange dance or whatever. Anybody could get hurt doing that. Wow. And you have to get examined whether it's a, a premises that you rented or a hall versus um, whether a professional wedding facility. Maybe there is insurance and there might be agree- agreements that – You sign off between those across identify who's at fault, covers what, but the insurance is the best way to protect yourself.
2: And this also covers you if you're having, say, a backyard wedding, you would hate to put, say, if you're using your parents' yard, um, put them in some version of liability that could subject their their house and, and so much more if they didn't have the
3: insurance. Exactly. That kind of liability insurance for that event would more than likely be primary over your parents' homeowners' insurance.
4: Good point.
2: So, does now, does wedding insurance also cover weather related issues?
3: That's a separate coverage that you would purchase. As I was going through and doing research of this, I saw that there's different aspects of different portions of insurance that cover different aspects of the event that you can buy as if you were ordering off of menu and almost calling it like a package policy so yeah there is weather related insurance if there was a snowstorm and it was an out uh, a surprise snowstorm a surprise tornado say if you were having an outdoor event that would cancel that so you would pick different things of what different choices of exposures or different types of coverage based on where your event is and that's you have to have the foresight of thinking what could go wrong right which means the bride and the groom have to think about what could go wrong instead of what could go right
4: wow that's tough to do
2: and now i know a lot of couples don't sometimes they think like oh we're already spending so much money spending a little Mm -hmm. bit more on wedding insurance doesn't seem like a great decision while it is wedding insurance obviously can range but it is not as expensive as what people think
3: it is correct That is absolutely correct. Here, Um, when people think, "Oh, I have to buy insurance," they think of like, "Okay, I'm buying my auto insurance, and it's going to cost thousands or something." But you're predicting a particular event one day or a couple days out of 365. Hmm. When I when I did the research for that, and I looked at each one of these exposures, you were talking about things that cost in the hundreds, not in the thousands.
4: That's a big difference. Yes, it is. There's also gift insurance
3: in case. during the event, something happens to the gifts so that they're lost or stolen or damaged. Wow. There's ju- there is jewelry insurance in case um, the rings
4: are lost. Yes.
2: And I, I realize, like, people think, like, oh, there's no way. But, you know, you're shaking tons of hands. We've probably, you know, well, maybe we, we won't be shaking hands any, any longer in the future. But who knows? But there's <laughs> things that could just happen, especially if the rings aren't fitted to you. It's not crazy to think that that could go missing.
3: Correct. Absolutely.
2: Things happen, but couples have to realize. I think sitting down with a an insurance agent is a great way, in a calm way, to go through all of the things that could possibly go wrong, but in a not in such a, like a doom and gloom way.
3: Exactly. Exactly. There's so many things to consider. There's specific coverage for photographers and video coverage, in case what if the um, all that. Those memorable events are recorded on on disc or uh, on a um, flash drive, and the flash drive's lost before it's um, it's edited down and, and shared as a product.
4: So the the bride and the groom or the couple can buy that insurance to make sure that the photographer doesn't have a mishap. Is that what you're saying? they protect.
3: It protects in case there's a mishap.
4: Wow, and that that goes along with the vendor's insurance as well. Is that correct?
3: That would be a separate issue that the vendor would purchase. But this particular exposure, when I read up on it, it actually covered expenses to reassemble everyone in the wedding party and retake the pictures.
4: Get out of here. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so now, is all of this insurance, I mean, can you buy it as a package or does it have to be a la carte like you were mentioning?
3: From the few sites that I looked at, I saw some that you were buying altogether, but I also saw some that it was a la carte. And I, I would suggest that you buy the a la carte because there are cases where you might not need a specific coverage. So you wouldn't want to overpurchase it and, wait and spend money for an exposure you're not at risk for.
2: That's really important because depending on the time of year that you're getting married, you may not need like hurricane coverage. Granted, this is New England, and weather is always a little unpredictable. But you want to be just like all the other choices that you're making. You want to be smart about um, the way
3: that you're insuring yourself. That is correct. Yes. And
4: I
2: was. Um, But
3: it doesn't drill it down to particularly a hurricane. It just drills it it drills down the coverage to a weather event specific. So it's broad enough to cover you're a tornado, a snowstorm, a a surprise thunderstorm that comes through that's not quite. a tornado, but um, comes through in the middle of the time of the event.
4: Gotcha. So I was going to ask, why then wasn't this pandemic included? I guess I know the answer, but why wasn't it included in any uh, wedding disaster insurance prior to three or four days ago or whenever they're, you know, they're going to put this thing together?
3: You have to look at and drill down to the specific language and find out whether what is excluded of there's is there is there a biohazard exclusion for instance? I mean, most insurance policies have a nuclear liability exclusion. How often does that happen? So, how how often would that be expected to be included in, in some type of coverage? And that would probably be something that you would buy separate. I could see eventually this this the industry the insurance industry evolving eventually to people adopting a com- uh, insurance coverage, for particularly for biohazard, for pandemic exposure.
4: Yeah, I can see that happening too. Things change and we adjust and we learn. I think that's the, the key point you were saying
2: in the beginning is that the state of Connecticut at least is starting to look at this as, hey, um, this should be something that is included or some version of it that's included. But once again, I think the key point, and I think Sam and I always say this, is this is something, especially moving forward, that you should sit down with an insurance agent um, who knows the ins and outs and is able to answer for you what's going to be the best wedding
3: insurance you can have. Absolutely. Agreed. Totally. I I totally agree, but it, this is also kind of a very spe- specialized niche type of coverage that there there are excess and surplus agents. A quick Internet search would, would probably easily find you. Five or six agents that you could pick or choose from that you might want to sit down with,
4: excellent, and
3: and start those discussions with.
4: Well, give us a little bit of your background. Give us your your CV. Okay, so uh, when
3: you and I met, I was working in personal lines and insurance handling auto liability and no fault claims in Connecticut, New York State. I progressed onto commercial insurance a few years after that with uh, another outfit did that for three or four years, um, adjusting auto claims, general liability claims, in all around New England. And then someone tapped me on the shoulder one day and said, why don't you try and go into this different industry, which was into broking and reinsurance, but additionally, insurance exposure, which I've been at for 30 years. So I have over 40 years of insurance experience. Wow, that's a lot of insurance. (laughs)
4: Thanks, Will. If you want to go back and listen to the entire episode, please go back to episode 62, and that discusses wedding insurance, something that now that we're in COVID, Mm -hmm. everybody should have. You should always have it. You should have had it before, but you should always have it. I I know, but it's not one of those things, as you said before. Well, maybe I... Yeah. Shouldn't Maybe I'll
2: save myself like a hundred bucks right here. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we're gonna go to commercial and then we'll be back to our best of.
0: Be engaged and inspired. We'll be right back.
2: Engage Connecticut offers couples the opportunity to work with experienced wedding planners, one-of-a-kind wedding venues, along with design and wedding rentals. We plan real weddings for real couples, located in West Hartford, serving all of New England. Look for us on Facebook and Instagram under Engage CT and at www.engagedct.com.
6: Hi, I'm Jeff Ladd, DJ and saxophonist, providing the classic elegance of live music along with the versatility of a professional DJ. I'll mix it up with live saxophone during your ceremony, cocktail
1: hour, and dinner. Then, as your MC and DJ, we'll get everyone on the dance floor. Impress your guests with live music and a DJ. You can have it all. Jeff Ladd,
4: djplus.com.
2: Hey, Sam, when it comes to finding the right professional vendor, it can seem overwhelming to know where to start.
4: It can, Kia, unless you use EasyVentPlanning.com because they'll find perfect vendors for your event within your budget and deliver them right to your inbox. You can search through over 28 categories of party and wedding services. Get the details you need to narrow down your choices quickly with their category-specific profiles. Chat with vendors via text, audio, or video from any device.
2: EasyEventPlanning.com will make planning your wedding or event easy from their extensive vendor directory to their free tips on favors, decorations, themes, and more. Contact them today at EasyEventPlanning.com. Welcome to the Inn at Mount Pleasant. Contact us at at TheInAtMountPleasant.com. Located in the hills of Torrington. Our classic New England bed and breakfast and historic barn is the perfect location for your personalized wedding weekend. Contact us at TheInAtMountPleasant.com.
1: Hello, I'm Karen Thomas, your Connecticut etiquette expert, and you can find me at www.ctetiquette.com. And I listen to the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast podcast. Every single Wednesday. And you know what? It's free on Apple iTunes and Google Podcast. 2020 is almost over. Are you sure? Because it doesn't feel like it's getting there.
4: Oh, I know. It's
2: been a year, hasn't it? It's been a year of COVID and it disrupted the entire wedding industry. It certainly
4: has. And the Be Engaged and Inspired Podcast has been there guiding you through the changes.
2: This holiday season, we'd like to say thank you to you, our listeners, who continue to support our little podcast.
4: We'd also like to thank our sponsors for their continuing support because they are the family foundation of what we do each week.
2: Thanks also to all of the doctors, nurses, hospital support staff, first responders, mail carriers,
4: package delivery services, warehouse workers, and everyone in the service industry.
2: No matter how you celebrate this holiday season, we offer you peace, joy, and our best wishes.
4: We want it to be filled with good health, happiness, and spectacular success. And listen in the new year for awesome new episodes, new features,
6: and special guests.
4: All right here on the Be Engaged engaged and Inspired inspired podcast. podcast. Happy Happy
2: holidays.
6: Holidays. Modern Formals, your only choice for men's formal wear. Family owned and operated for over 70 years. Modernformals.com will even come to you and your wedding party in our new mobile tuxedo showroom. Tuxedos, suits, shoes, neckwear, and much more. Visit us in Meriden, Wallingford, Middletown, North Haven, or Southington. Call us at 860 628 4545 or find us on modernformals.com. What up, what up, what up? I'm Shadelle. And I'm Lauren. And we're from the Page and the Simpsons podcast. We cover
3: relationship topics, news, and current events from an interracial couple's perspective.
6: These conversations can get a bit crazy, but it's all in good fun, love, and conversation.
3: You can catch us every Tuesday wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.
6: We'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Bye. Atmosphere
5: Productions. For Professional, Professional Distracts. Distracts. Live musicians. Custom lighting and
1: photo booth. When your wedding entertainment has to have the amazing music be fun, organized, and unforgettable, your choice has to be Atmosphere Productions. Experience the difference. www.atmosphere-productions.com. That www.atmosphere-productions.com.
5: DJs, live musicians, custom lighting and photo booth. Atmosphere Productions. For professional dish <laughs>
1: If you're sick with COVID-19 or think you might have it, take steps to help protect other people from getting sick. Stay home except to get medical care. Call the doctor before visiting. Separate yourself from others who live with you. Wear a cloth face covering to protect others. Cover your coughs and sneezes with a tissue and clean your hands right away. Avoid sharing items with other people in your home. This includes things like towels and bedding. Be sure dishes are washed in hot water or the dishwasher before anyone else uses them. Stay aware of how you feel. If you start to have difficulty breathing or if you're worried about your health, call your doctor. For more tips, visit CDC.gov.
0: Now, back to Be Engaged and Inspired podcast, sponsored by EasyEventPlanning.com, who make planning any event fast and easy. easy and now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam.
2: Welcome back to Be Engaged and Inspired. I'm still here with Sam, and we're going over our best of clips.
0: Yes, DJ Sam
4: here, loving this best of show. As you know, every year we do a best of show at the end of the year, and uh, it's just before Christmas, mm-hmm. so this is a it's nice... It's like literally just before Christmas. <laughs> yes, you you can put this on and have it playing in the background while you're cooking your turkey or ham or... In fact, what, what do Estonians have for... Um... blood sausage. Oh. <laughs> and <Okay>. pork
2: <laughs> so yeah so there's that nice advertising thought as people are making food anyways this year we'll be having beef tenderloin but okay um...
4: <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry i asked that <laughs> <laughs> so we go into episode 80 with uh, john from modern formals and he discusses his mobile show in the
6: traditional sense in our industry Guys normally go to their local tuck shop. Unlike women who will travel to the Anywhere. ends of earth <laughs> to find the bright gown. Yes. We men aren't built that way. No, Listen, we're not. I have a tuck shop down the street. I'm going. I'm going to get measured as quickly as possible. I have stuff to do. Yes. Now, the newest thing, which I'm proud to to talk about, is our mobile tuxedo store. It's the first of its kind, not only in our industry but in the entire country. So this has never, ever been done before. So
4: this is a podcast first, then, that we have you here to expose this.
6: You are the first podcast in the history to ever (laughs) unveil a mobile tuxedo store.
4: All right. So explain to us what it is then. So
6: it literally is a 30-foot box truck that you walk into and you swear you're inside of a tuxedo store. I mean, we, we... Built it out. Um, hardwood floors, granite countertops. Oh, my God. It's got blind stitch machine, sewing machine, changing room. We even have a refrigerator in there. Just in case you bring a beer. <laughs> no, well, well, we'll bring the, we'll bring the, the, the mimosas and the there beer for the wedding party. And literally, you walk in and there's mannequins everywhere. There's vests everywhere. There's, there's everything you could possibly imagine in your driveway.
4: Now I've seen the picture of, of this, and it does. It looks like the inside of your store. Yeah, that's amazing.
6: It's handicap accessible. We have a lift gate in the back. We have uh, a hydraulic lift gate in the back. Yep. You know, very if, important. Yeah, and there's a pocket door on the side. You literally just walk up the steps, and voila, you're in wow. the you're in the. Touch so, up.
2: what type of bridal wedding party is gonna call you up and say, "Let's e- do
6: this"? Everyone. <laughs> everyone loves the truck. Think about it. Okay. You book us. We come out to the house a few months before the wedding. You have a party at your house. Yeah. You have a cookout. You have a caterer. Oh, you have whatever. You invite the awesome. guys, the girls, the parents. And you're having a party. and You pull up. In your driveway when okay. we're there, we're literally doing a fashion show. You're trying on all the different stuff that you wanted to see. You're getting every one of the guys fitted. Everybody's having a blast on the truck, trying on stuff, having drinks. But it's
2: it's also a great way to um, trap your friend who never... Like, who says, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll stop at the yeah. at Modern Formals on my way home from
6: work. And, and then they work does. late, and they work late, yeah. and they work well, late. See that we like that, too, because in one shot, the entire yeah. wedding is yes. done. Yes. You know, we're not waiting. Like, let's say there was a special order, something that literally just came out. And we had to order specific sizes, right, based on the groomsmen. Right, right. And we've, we're still waiting on a guy. I'm like, come on, this stuff <laughs> You need a couple days here. Yep. Let's go. Yeah. So it's nice. It's it's all done right then and there. In I love the it. Convenience of your house.
4: So typically, then you would have the the bride and the groom come to the the store, and, and they can still do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> and and pick the the tucks. Now you're just pulling up in the driveway, and because everybody's having a party or at least a little get together, you can show everything. To everyone.
6: Yeah. So, you know, obviously we have uh, meetings with the the bride and groom, whether it be on the phone Uh. or in the store or even at a bridal show. So when we go... We already know what they want. Gotcha. You know, you're narrowing it down. Remember, there's hundreds of styles yeah. and colors. Right. So you don't want to bring this plethora of, of vests, let's say, of all these different <laughs> colors. You narrow down to their scope. Mm-hmm. You do up the theme of the truck based on their wedding. Gotcha. And, yeah, it's, it's And one of the great. great things,
2: too, though, is if you already have your bridesmaids' dresses, it's one of those great things where you a bridesmaid could bring their dress to the the truck as the oh which and they do. hold it up and say like hey. hold it up
6: the bride usually has to put it on yeah and <laughs> yes. dress up
2: the best man and
6: there you go this is what everyone's gonna look like that's amazing it.
2: that's
4: amazing idea and
2: oh, it's yeah. a great way to i mean i wouldn't do this as like the beginning part to a bachelor party but it is a great thing where if you're thinking about it like if there is maybe a wedding shower going on you mm-hmm. could have all of them show up wherever it is and say like okay after the shower or before the shower during it and saying hey there women are doing this. We're gonna go here, and they're gonna be in our driveway. And you have to be here at this at time. This, yeah.
6: And there's no excuse. Well, hence why you do a cookout, or yep. A, yep. You, you know, you have it catered. The guys love it. Yeah. And the food and booze
2: always works to bring mm-hmm. people Absolute. to the food
6: and booze
4: is. There's no excuse then. No. Or if
2: like a milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. I mean, it's just one of those. I had to throw in
4: a song you, reference you, for you. You're very good. I like that kid. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay.
2: So when somebody books this mobile tuck shop. Um, how
6: far in advance should they be? I have weddings booked for the end of 2021 already. Oh, that's oh fantastic! Because John. you know, thank God, we started in July of 2018. Last year was our first full, full year. year. We were yep. booked solid, and now the word has spread. Yes. yes, you know, it's in. You know, in our industry, it's all about referrals and mm-hmm. word of mouth and. And people love the truck. They absolutely love the truck. So,
2: and even though you have a truck, you're not losing your mom and pop expertise no, just course. because you're inside of a no, no. Of course not. Truck. So, if
6: a couple's from Southington, they're going to use the Southington mm-hmm. location. This is more catered towards mm-hmm. you know the remote corners of the state, yeah. in which there and are in some areas that we aren't, we don't have a brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. So yep. it's technically I have a brick and mortar in every part of the state right you can now. can Go anywhere now, anywhere. Yep. Anywhere. Yep. You know, and then
2: the nice yeah. thing too is if somebody is, say, flying in for another wedding related event, that's a great time that that morning before whatever that next event is be it an engagement party or a Jack and Jill, which is the barbecue and the booze is you can take care of that part in the morning by booking this, your like tux to yeah. come to you.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So then how much time does it take to uh, have everybody fitted and
6: taken care of? How long well, are you there for? That's a loaded question. Because oh. We could be there as little as an hour or yeah. we could be there for four hours because, you uh, know, next thing we know, we're sitting with the family and having dinner <laughs> and drinks because they don't want us to go. There you so go. So it's, it's literally, I'm telling you, it's an event. As but long as on it takes. average, when you are measuring
2: and fitting somebody about how much time, if somebody's calling ahead per person,
6: how much time should they give themselves for like a fitting? So in in general, we're usually there a couple hours. Okay. okay. You know, that's that's solid, couple okay. hours. Okay. You know, give or take. And then like I said, everyone invites us all the time. Half yeah. stay stay, have right. some food with us, have some drinks. And what's nice is they get to know you. Right. Yeah. You know, right. and you get to know, know them. them and it's just yep. on the on a little more personal level, it's nice.
4: And on the backside then, you you have another party when you bring the, the, the tuxes to, to the men? Say that again? Do you have another party? You bring the truck. Yeah. <laughs> when you deliver oh,
6: it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Actually, that that's funny you say that. Ah, you when see? We, when we deliver um Sometimes they'll do that. They'll have another party. Excellent, and it's it's an event. You know, it's like a rehearsal dinner, but just it's fun. There's there isn't a priest there telling you you got to stand here, you got to do that. And no, no, it's no. just the tux guy. We're trying on our stuff, and that, it's another party. Fantastic. Oh yeah, I
2: love it. And how do people find you online?
6: Modernformals.com.
2: And then you're also on Instagram. Correct. Which is I'm assuming Modernformals.
6: Modernformals on Instagram. Okay. Correct. Yep.
4: And you're in Meriden, Middletown, North Haven, and Southington, plus the mobile delivery and pickup, which is everywhere and anywhere.
6: Yeah, our mobile showroom literally travels everywhere. Thank you,
4: John, uh, from Modern Formals, his mobile showroom. Absolutely fantastic idea. It's, it's a good still-
2: way for you to have that private one-on-one, you know, meeting. Plus, you can trick your... Wedding groomsmen to show up at your house for something fun, which they think is fun. (laughs) And then be like, oh, by the way, go get in the truck and go get (laughs) fitted.
4: And you can have a beer at the same time. Yes. So go on back and uh, check out uh, John's episode. That's episode... 80, Which leads us to our final episode, which I think is one of our better episodes because we went out yes. and we were on a uh, uh, a little jaunt out into the Torrington countryside. And
2: Ten acres of land so we could very perfectly social distance.
4: Absolutely beautiful. Episode 85 is uh, Bob at the Inn at Mount Pleasant, one of your properties.
2: It is located right in Torrington It has a beautiful historic barn and a classic B&B on site. And this is what Bob had to say. <laughs>
5: So, where actually are we located? We are at 505 University Drive in Torrington, Connecticut.
2: But this is like a part of Torrington that I don't think people realize exists.
5: I never knew. The
4: first time I came out here, I I said to myself, this has got to be Fairfield County. It can't be Torrington
5: anymore.
2: We're sitting on what? How many acres of land?
5: It used to be the former Deming Dairy Farm of 70 acres. Ah, that's why. When I purchased it, I purchased it with the intention of subdividing it into home sites, which I did. I had no intention of moving it to the farmhouse. In fact, I almost had it pre-sold. Guy gave me a $1,000 deposit. Then a month later, he backed out. Did I you keep was, the deposit? I returned it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was living in Poughkeepsie in a two-bedroom apartment, and my friend said, why not move in the farmhouse? I'm thinking, why not? Why so not? Next week, I moved in. So now I am in Torrance in a beautiful fall and wondering this is not part of the game plan. Yeah. <laughs> so now th- this could have been homes. It could have been a, a development. Some homes haven't built, but because of the real estate uh, depression in 2006, 2007, home sites were not selling.
2: So the barn that we're sitting in, which is the event barn space, so this was not the only barn that was located on the property?
5: No, the original farm had the large barn that we're sitting in, and two smaller barns. But because of their age, they were really in bad shape, and the two smaller barns have been uh, demolished.
2: And but actually, they've been demolished, and this is a story that we'll come back to, but they've also been made into the farm tables that most of these wedding guests sit at. Ah, uh,
5: that makes total sense. <laughs> yes, I, in my spare time, I started making barnwood tables, and the uh, wedding guests love them.
2: Yeah, yeah, they're amazing. And yeah, each right. one's a little bit different. The legs are always a little bit different. Um, as a person who has moved them, um, some times. of them are heavier than others. <laughs> but exactly. I guess that's just how it is. So clearly you had no intention of making this into a and b and an event space. But it's sort of slowly, obviously, well, the B&B
5: started first. The way I like to describe it, sometimes you plan your life and none of the plans work out. <laughs>
2: I feel what like happened, that's happening a lot to yeah, people right now. Yeah.
5: What happened here... Besides purchasing the farm, everything else was not planned. I never intended to move in the farmhouse, but I did. Then because the real estate market was really dead on arrival in two thousand seven, I was fortunate to have five home sites pre sold on the closing, which was july fifth, two thousand six. After that the brokers weren't showing the property, weren't listing it, nothing was happening. Uh,
2: So you had to do something. So I said
5: if I don't create a marketing plan. Right. I could lose the rest of the lot. So then I'm thinking if the farmhouse became a bed and breakfast, people will come in from the city, see the beauty of this property, and buy into it. In, I think it was October 2008, it became the Inn at Mount Pleasant, a bed and breakfast.
2: And you have four rooms, which can sleep it, up to 10 guests. It
5: started with two rooms, <laughs> then it became four rooms.
2: One um, of the nice things is every single room has its own bathroom. Oh, yes. Like, I think sometimes people think, like, a and b is that you have to share a bathroom. Not here. Not this one. You hmm. had already had a few weddings here because your daughter got married here, but
5: well, she got married in the field. It. No, before that, my daughter wanted to get married on the property. The barn was not ready, but we had a huge tent in the back. This was 2009, I think, or 2010. Anyway, after that wedding, word got out that you could have weddings at Mount Pleasant. We started getting uh, phone calls about having weddings here, so Maggie and I said, sure, come on down. Funny how well, that gets t- out, right? Funny. Worked, <laughs> so I said, never intended to move in the farmhouse, never intended to do a and b never intended to do the wedding game, and we did all three. Yeah. And it worked out incredibly well, thanks to Kia also.
2: Oh, thanks. I was not... I didn't pay him. I'm just <laughs> going to put that out there. Well, one of the things that happened is um, I did Maggie's daughter's wedding, and I did her daughter's best friend's wedding. And... Maggie's daughter came to me and said you guys have started to do weddings here and she was concerned that people were um, taking advantage of this beautiful location which can happen and like you said the barn wasn't completely done but you were using it you were renovating it you've been always I mean literally every time I come here something changes yeah I mean Sam just said it today he was like oh
4: <laughs> I didn't know this they finished the stairs outside but I haven't been in here in about a year so that was quite amazing
2: yeah but so that started to change the way um couples viewed this space because I think in our first meeting that I had with Bob about it he was just like they want the barn
4: <laughs> yeah he didn't really understand the reasoning why brides would ever want to get married in a barn
2: And very quickly, we, you know, started adding in new stairs, doing things. But now you've had this entire barn reinforced, like, what did they do? Because I remember,
5: you know, when I moved in, the barn was at risk of collapsing. The foundation walls down below were really in bad shape. So I was able to, this is 2000, maybe seven, 2008, I applied for a grant. And my first application, I was awarded five thousand dollars, but it was two for one. I had to put up ten, and with that money, I replaced about a hundred feet of new footings and concrete walls, which stabilized the barn. I thought it was no big deal because only five thousand, not fifty. But when people heard about it, they said it was a big deal because <laughs> it's unusual to get funding with your first application. Wow. So, so anyway, you're magical, the, Bob. The barn is listed with the state of Connecticut historical Register. Uh, yep. Yeah.
2: This is such a cool, interesting location. So how
5: old is this barn, Bob? The barn was built maybe 1860, more Whew. or less. This the farmhouse, the rear section was built 100 years earlier. And then the main part of the house was built about the same time as the barn. Whew. So it's... Kind of old. And John Brown, the abolitionist, was born around the uh, corner here on John Brown Road in 1800. See, we got a little history in this yeah. as well.
4: So
2: it's been here for a while, which is actually says a lot. This it's is historic. Not a, this is a genuine barn. Yeah. This is not a made-up barn um, like some locations I've been to, but I'll re- refrain yeah. from using their name. <laughs> Please. Yeah.
4: Don't <We'll> be sued.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you had a wedding here
5: uh, for your daughter, but she didn't use the barn. No, the barn wasn't ready. We had a large tent in the back of the barn. And after that, word got out that you could have weddings here at Mount Pleasant. So that's how we got in the winning game. The barn is authentic, and yep. we want to keep it that way. Yep.
2: But you did do something so yes. that when people or, are freezing.
5: Yep. When it gets a little chilly and some people are a little cold sensitive, I have to try to accommodate them. You know, they <laughs> could drink so much, but you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> so in the one section of the barn at the lower level, it was sectioned off. And two vents were put in the floor, so you could fill that section up with hot air with a propane heating tank, and the hot air rises through, and it takes the chill out of the air, and Perfect. it's somewhat effective. Some people yeah. try to sit on that grid yeah. sometimes. If it's too cold, yeah. then leave early or go to your car and put the heat on. Yeah. Or
2: you bring a blanket? You know, if also one of the things is if you're coming here, you should, just like if you're going to any wedding venue, you might want to Google them and see what their location out looks like, so you are yeah. either addressing appropriately or wearing the right type of shoes if you want a
4: unique venue to come to that you know you can do anything you want to this is a great location
5: yeah we have uh, basically no neighbors when you're out on the either side you look around you see nothing but natural beauty open meadows hay fields just a quiet An occasional private.
2: coyote
5: yes we have the critters running around yeah. and deer I've and seen deer. deer here. and
2: beer and bears
5: and bears. I haven't seen any bears, bears. here
2: Well, this is one of the reasons why if you're a caterer who's coming here, um, we have you remove all of your trash because we would like to keep the bears where they hang out and not actually coming any closer. But you said now when there's also a fire pit, but couples tend to use that at the end of the night. So even if the wedding is over in the sense of like you've backed up and gone home, Sam, and the bar is closed, they can still hang out around the fire pit. But that's where you've seen the coyotes that some of them have come pretty close.
5: Yeah, they're out there. They just come right to us. the edge. You have been warned. Yes, you have been warned.: And then we have a uh, area. if you're into golf, and if you're into golf, you always have a pitching budge in your car. So we have a, a golf leg and a golf cup, and between 30 and 40 yards, you could practice your short games. I've That's also crazy. seen um,
2: <laughs> some guests accidentally hit the house. I've seen Bob hit the house.
5: I've never broken one yet.
2: <laughs> yeah, that is true. And they we try to not have you do that towards people's vehicles <laughs> yes, when please. they're here. But this is a great space to do the lawn games, do those things. That is nice that we have them. You know, And each couple is different. And the nice thing about it is each time we've had a wedding here, and it's the one thing I'm always impressed about Bob is he will look at the space while that wedding's going on. And if there is like a gap in lighting or something, the next time you come, he's added a floodlight. He's added an extra outlet. Um, He's done a lot of things. Like, Sam, you once experienced (laughs) an outlet issue here, which was not
4: Bob's fault. No, no. The the plug used to go through the wall and across where the kitchen was, and the caterers would step over the the cable. Well, I was just playing my last song. I was just getting ready to introduce. I had everybody pumped up, (laughs) and now here's Journey, don't stop believing. And then the guy walked over and kicked the plug out. (laughs)
2: <laughs> and the next time, but literally by the next weekend, Bob had moved it. It was gone.
4: And it's it's in the right place. Mm-hmm. You, the plug goes into the wall, and it's internally wired now. So <laughs> it, thank you, Bob. It's just
2: like uh, when somebody has blown the lights in here, and you walk downstairs, and there's somebody plugging two coffee makers yeah. into the same outlet, which you've now changed too. You've changed it so they yeah, have their the own.
5: Now the electrical is, very, is upgraded, yep. so that yep. should not happen anymore.
2: Yeah. So people can find you at the inatmountpleasant.com. Lots of photos. You can check out the ESPN video on there. You can check out the Tim Urban video there. You
4: and pictures and
2: pictures okay. all of the pictures yep. we try to be pretty good about getting them all updated you can see the crop circle where some couples get married some couples do get married in between trees
4: and if they want a book they contact you yep
2: contact us and you like you've been here Sam like you've uh set up your DJ system cuz you have a cute little one that you bring here sometimes yep. Yep. but we've had DJs be upstairs we've had balcony. bands here we yep. even had a baby grand piano be brought in once
5: ah.
4: so It's set up nicely for dancing because no matter where you put the DJ, they're overlooking the dance floor. Mm -hmm. And everybody can dance right in the middle and everything on the second floor or on the main floor is just so close. It's set up totally the way that I would like to have a place to do a wedding, a small wedding anyway.
2: Yeah, but even if you're having a larger wedding, the nice thing too is that you can pretty easily spread out because the dance floor, while it is in the middle of the barn, Mm -hmm. couples tend to start to like ooze (laughs) out especially if you just move a few tables so once again if someone wants to look you up how do they find you
5: bob
4: bombardieri there we go okay that was bob from the inn at mount pleasant one of uh, kia's properties It's a great place to have uh, a wedding reception, any event to be going on. Again, absolutely. Absolutely. So that's it. That's our best. Nope, of we're solst- out of here. <laughs> I won't
2: be back till next year.
4: <laughs> You're not going to come back until
2: next year? No, I actually think we, we know. We, we're, we're here every single Wednesday, so there's no way of escaping it. But I like escape. to just lie to myself every now and then to get myself through the holidays.
4: So if you celebrate uh, the holidays, Christmas specifically, have yourself a great uh, yes. Christmas. Uh, Kwanzaa and uh,
2: Hanukkah and Hanukkah? winter solstice and Festivus. whatever rest yeah. of us. Whatever it is. And if you don't celebrate, have a great day.
4: <laughs> you take care and you make sure you tune in to the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast.
2: And remember that you can download us for free off of anywhere where you listen to your podcast. And we'll be back next Wednesday.
0: And happy holidays oh, yeah. to you all. Be Engaged and Inspired podcast is sponsored by EasyEventPlanning.com, who make planning any event fast and easy. EasyEventPlanning.com. Produced and copyrighted by Atmosphere Productions in association with Engage Connecticut.